Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. Today on the show, we'll be going through a much-needed win against the Dons up at the SCG last Friday night. Everything we need to know about the upcoming clash against the Kangas down at Bell Reeve, as well as everything else, Sydney Swans. Betty and Deeds here going mono e mono once again. Devil, how are you, mate? Very well, thanks, Benny. Yes, lovely to be here one on one. A couple of absentees in Mads and Tommy this week, but uh, it's great to be in the studio after a great win against the Dons, just holding on there at the end. It's fantastic to be back on the winners list, mate. Mate, it's absolutely sensational. And you know what? It, it was honestly just the most, uh, one of the most collaborative performances we've actually put in this year. There was just. Even spread from from everyone. The only person you could potentially point out is, is maybe Kieran Jack, but at the end of the day, still bringing the experience. And I was just thrilled to actually see us stick out a tight one as a as a unit. Yeah, there's a, there a lot of con- contributors on the night. There's no doubt about that. We uh we came out well. Um, played some really good consistent footy, and it was good not to be behind all game. Um, for once, we sort of got behind in that second quarter a little bit. And the, in the third, we managed to get on top and put up a bit of a lead and just uh, managed to hold on um, with some uh, late antics uh, from, from the boys. Antics. We'll yeah. get to that. We'll get to that shortly. Um, the young bloods. Mate. Mate. Blakey. Dawson. McCartan. Mate, that guy, that, as far as I'm concerned, McCartan's got the best dukes in our team now. Step yeah. aside, Sam Red. This is a, an interesting thing to bring up, Benny, is, is McCartan. You have a look at his stats on the weekend. He's only had the seven touches and kicked the goal. But my God, that is a great, great contribution. And well, actually watching Probably the game the and, and the two uh, big contested marks he took, just fantastic from the young bloke. We saw it last year, and I think he is a lot, he's a lot more dangerous up forward. There's no doubt about that. It's probably the most damaging seven-touch, one-goal game you'll ever see. Yeah, the, and look where is look where that goal came from too. Right when we really we really needed one to just to stretch a little bit and put a bit more space, breathing room between uh, between us and the Dons. Yeah, he's a good kick for goal, and he's definitely going to turn into some sort of player. Just hopefully we can get Buddy back on the park. I think he's going to be out um, again this week, so that's four weeks with it. What yeah. was a minor hamstring, yeah, and it's turned into a full monthy. So we, we've definitely got him on ice, um, but. Yeah, look, the, the contribution from McCartan, he was fantastic, along with the, the other young boys. They've been really good, and they they really got us across the line on the weekend. There's mm. no doubt about that. I even liked Hayward. I thought Hayward was getting into really, really dangerous positions, and he just he kept putting himself in there at the contest and eventually managed to sneak out the back, uh, pick the pocket of a... Was it Zach Clark? Yeah. Might have been, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he had a stinker. Uh, picked the pocket of Zach Clark and got one on the board again when we really needed it in that in that final quarter. Yeah, I owe Haywood a bit of a, a bit of a clip this week. I, I was sitting there at the pub with one of my mates just having a couple of beers and I was like, back him in here. This bloke doesn't miss. Right in front of oh, no. in the first quarter and he let yeah. me down. He let me down. But it's funny you, you mentioned uh, Zach Clark, Benny, because I reckon uh, we should have um, called for... 
a head count, or Essendon should have. Because we had 19 men on the ground. Zach Clark was playing for us. He was on our team. He was wearing 20s. He was wearing 20s. Mate, that oh, bloke sucks. Mate, he was shocking. And the, and the Don's faithful hate him as well. It's just, um, yeah, he basically handed us the game. Well, mate, I, I forgot about him. I forgot about him after he retired. Uh, the last thing I heard about Zach Clark was that he was at a music festival and did his ACL yeah. when he was over at um, over at the Dockets with uh, with old Ross the Boss. Ross the Boss. Wouldn't have been happy with that one, but I completely forgot about him after that. And then he rocks out on the, on the ground against the Dons, and I'm like, strange, strange. He looks almost somewhat familiar, almost like Zach Clark <laughs> from the Dockers. <laughs> But yeah. um, what did you make of Heaney's game? Once again, to say he's not... Not being played right. No, he's not being played right, but he's probably... He's just a bit out, out of form now. Mm. He's definitely not in that red-hot touch. And, yeah, he's still spending a lot of time up forward, and I think that's because his body's not 100% right. With the foot that he did in the, in the second JLT, he's obviously not getting the training load in. And that's why Haney's not getting the, the midfield minutes that we, we want to see. And he, he's still been effective, but he's just not been that superstar player that we probably need at the moment. I am inclined to agree. I think that there is a little more than what meets the eye when it comes to Haney. Um, I was actually a lot happier with Mills, though. I thought he went. He's actually strung together two games now where he hasn't looked bereft of confidence. Um, he's using it a bit better. The one thing that I would say, and I'm sure that you'll agree, there are just a few, still a few too many times where he's just handballing to someone under pressure. Oh, mate. I was just about to pull you up there and, and mention yeah. it myself. It is, it's, it hasn't been once or twice, Benny. It's been once or twice a game for the last month. He's mm. just, he's just panicking with the ball. And it's only when it, it's really trying to get that running game going with the, with the quick handball through the middle. That's where he's putting the player under pressure and getting tackled, and it has been causing turnovers as well. Mm. But, um, yeah, Millsy, he's just sort of, I'd rather him take a second or work backwards than turning it over in such a dangerous position, which is on that half-forward line there, when the opposition's going forward. You can't be turning the ball over, over there, and it needs to be worked out of Mills' game. There's yeah. no doubt. No, no doubt at all. Jordan Dawson. It's the same ads, isn't he? There's a, uh, a change in the angle of the dangle when we bring up Jordan Dawson these days for Mads. Because he is, uh, I tell you, he's a, he's a talent I keep missing. He's going to have such a big role in our future. Um, and I loved, even though he, remember his last kid goal, he, he booted down the four lines and stuff. I loved that he was willing to just back himself. You know, he kicked two for the night and he was like, right. I'm I'm willing to have a go here and, and put the game put put the boys on the shoulders. I absolutely just love his game. I'm loving his confidence. I'm loving his role. He's gonna be an amazing utility for us going forwards. Yeah, that's a key word, Benny. Utility. You can go everywhere. But I'm liking how we we've said it once and we've said it twice. He's got that bit of freedom about his game and he can just sort of trundle around going where he's going and, and take the game on, like how he sort of wheeled onto the left, took a bat took a bounce and kicked it from 50 and we shepherded it through on the line and got that goal home. That just said that that class to kick on the on the run on an angle from 50 metres, having a good shoot, that you can do some damage to those players. And he's a good kick for goal and he's just that... He's just a great user. 
He's a smart user too. He's Great a bit of, shoe, mate. And that bit of polish. And we, I'm sure we'll see it in the um in the social question this week. It's just he's that uh, he's got that class by foot, which we mm. don't really have in our midfield. You can't say Parker's an elite kick. You can't say Kennedy's an elite kick. That and sort of overflow those type of guys. They get they're gonna come into that category. But you can see it in Dawson when he sort of builds that engine. He's going to be able to really use the uh, the ability he has by foot. Yeah, one hundred percent. And you talk about those blokes through the middle of the ground, and that just leads me on. I mean, well, we'll get to Parker in, in, in a sec, but I wholeheartedly agree with everything you just said. I think that once he's just had that opportunity to develop into into a real AFL footballer, he's going to be a serious asset for the Swans. Really, really good bloke. Yeah, um, he's probably been on the list three or four years now. Yeah, he's, been, he's been poking he, around a while. This is, this is where he's just starting to get some continuity in his game. He's strung sort of three, four games together, and he, he's not close to getting dropped now. He's sort of solidified his, his role in the team, and he's just going to hopefully it's an upward spiral from here, Benny. Mate, the boys in the middle, Parks, Kennedy, I have been harping on for weeks about how we consistently lose... The ground balls. Well, this week, babes, we won them. We got them. We didn't smash them, but we won them. That's it. And that, that's got to be the first time this year we've won the contested yep. ball. Yeah, it's only, it's only about 10 or 15, I think. But, yeah, it's a key stat. I think surprisingly this week we actually got done in the clearances, but our contested yeah. ball was a lot better. Yeah, 100%. The one thing that I'll actually... Uh, before I get to the dominant performances of Parker and, and Kennedy. Mate, George. George. I'll say you, you beat me to the point. But, mate, his game was sensational. First half, as we... And it was, it's the no-praise game, too. It's, yeah. the, it's the no-praise. Yeah. But we called it on the podcast last week. He goes to Shield first thing. And nullified Shield. Shield was nowhere to be seen in that first half, mate. Had another thing at goal. Got nowhere near it. That's it. <laughs> but yeah, look, to get um, get the chocolates on a player like Shield, that's fantastic. And then, as um, Rob predicted, um, if you go to Shield, Merritt can get off the train, which he sort of did in that first half. Him and um, Orazio, Fantasia or Fantasia, that's been a bit of a talking yeah, point this what? week. Yeah, Fantasia. Fantasia. Did he come out and, and call, you know, remember, uh, the so, old, remember Rewalt? Revolt. Revolt. Yeah. No, I think the traditional Italian way is Fantasia, but you know the Australian Fantasia type thing. But yeah, you mean you mean, you mean the BT Fantasia? No, no but <laughs> he the he was outside because he got injured on the weekend. Mm. Um, so they were interviewing him outside um the scan the scanning place or whatever, and they said, oh, if someone approached you at the airport and asked for your name, what would you say it was? And he went with Fantasia as well. So. That the baby's settled, it's Fantasia. Yeah, beaut, beaut. Well, probably rolls off the tongue better, but regardless. Yeah. Um, yes, move, moving on from Yeah, Fantasia. moving back onto yeah, back mean. onto back onto George. Yeah. So he has taken over um, he's nullified Shield in the first in Shield in the first half. And then he's gone straight to Zach Merritt, who started lining it up and he's nullified him too. And that's probably what is actually allowed uh, for the likes of Kennedy and Parker to get Back on to get back on top. Kennedy, I think, had about fourteen contested from twenty-eight. If I'm uh, if I'm correct, I don't have the stats right in front of me. I think Parker was twelve from thirty-three. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like 
that's our that's our like our core midfield groups going to work. Just getting getting the chocolates that you like to say, Dave. And that's it. And Parker's game was fantastic, Benny. Spectacular. That, that was a, a a real leadership game from yeah, Parks. Yeah, hundred percent. He really and Kennedy. I'll, I'll give him that. Absolutely, but it, Parks he, he just on fire. Parks just you could see the determination in Parks the way he was attacking the ball on the ground, that laying some heavy tackles. You know, getting the boys like pumped up. And just leading by example, and that's what we need from our key players like Parks. And he he's probably where when we're getting smashed around the ball, he's him and Kennedy. That's who we look to. Like, what's going on, boys? But that those two definitely managed to turn it around this week, and it's a, it's positive signs in there, Benny. Parker and Kennedy, fifteen tackles between them. I think I I loved hearing that. You know the the. The core playing group came together during the week and said, and us enough guys, like we're the Sydney Swans, we're the Bloods. Like we've got to get back to to what we're known for. Because as we've talked about week in, week out, we haven't been anywhere near it. Tackles, clearances, contested possessions, inside fifties. We've been losing all of these stats. And I love that there was that internal chat amongst the the playing group and that we Got to game day. We got to Friday night, and we saw it. We saw it, like that. That honestly, and it was, as you say, exemplified by Parker. Yeah, I think a key thing to look at and difference from the weekend, Benny, is we something that was the same is we lost the inside fifty count um, mm. by sort of ten fifteen, which is a it's a problem in itself if you're not getting it in there enough. You really got to rely on how effective you are yeah. in there, which yeah, we is. were. We were yeah. up to scoring 70% of the time yeah. that we were going inside 50 when the AFL average is between 30 and 35 from memory. Yeah. So Jeez, like we Jeez, were, what a stat. Yeah. Oh, that's the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast for you. That's it. So that, we were just massively, like, so effective going inside yeah. 50. And, Super and, effective. And, and, and look, we've only got over the line by a goal. So this is where we've got to look at getting more ball in there and at the same time being very effective. And I think we were so effective, obviously not having Buddy for th- three or four weeks now, there's a bit more continuity. There's no one knows where we're going with the ball and just shows how effective we can be inside 50 scoring 70% of the time we're going in there. Now, that's not going to happen every week. You're not going to score that consistently. But to do it like that on the, on the weekend or Friday night, good to see and hopefully we can um, keep that up, especially when Buddy comes back. Yeah. I'm going to bring up um, the Dan Rampey incident. And I'm going to bring it up because I'm flat out getting tired of the commentary on it. Okay? Now, is it a free kick? Probably. Did they award the free kick? No. Is it the first time in history that's ever happened? No. Is the Would it be the first time in history they've ever overturned a game on a decision? Absolutely it would be, which is why they're never going to do it. And to be honest... I read a piece from uh, from John Walsfold who was who said, "Look, it's all been a bit confusing, but it's Wednesday and we've got a game this weekend." Yeah. Like, unfortunately, the media's just dragging me <clears throat> out. But someone, well, my boss, my boss was my boss actually said, "What? Well, how would you feel if Rampy gave that away?" I said, "Well, what do you reckon?" Like, of course I'd be, of course, I'd be pissed off. But at the end of the day, like, thank Rampy. Yeah. As if I'd be off him. Yeah, not going to be off him. But, oh, man, it's just a brain fade, mate. 
it's brain fake. He's one of the leaders of, of our team, and 99 out of 100 times, he exemplifies what the Bloods are about and on-field leadership, basically. And he's come out with that. And he had, was, mate, he had a blinder, too. He yeah, played he an well. amazing game. And in, the, uh, in that last quarter, he was almost he was like responsible for a couple of rebound 50s and was, was the clearing disposal, winning his own ball and, and clearing, clearing the pressure out of our, out of, out of our defence. Yeah, and obviously with the with the slur about um talking like a girl, yeah, yeah look, it, 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 that's that's the type of stuff that you, you're going to get in the heat of the battle. Yeah, look, mm. it, it's not on. You can't be sort of being derogatory like that. But yeah. it, this is a society we live in, and things get blown out of proportion. Mm. And unfortunately, um, yeah, he's, he's, a, bit of, he's a bit of cops at this way. That's it. It's a bit of a bit of tongue and cheek in that, um, for mine, Ben. But you know, he takes his whack. $10,000 fine, 5000 5, of it suspended. You know what, mate? I reckon there would be 101 things said. Worse than that. Way worse than that that just don't get picked up by, yeah. by the umpire, by the umpire mics. Yeah, and I, I think if it was going to be a real issue, the, the umpire would have been offended by it or whatever. But, yeah, we move on from that one, Benny. Um, Rams will pull his head in and he'll come out uh, strong and fighting fit, ready to go. Um for North Melbourne this week, Benny. That's it. That's it. Uh, in the votes there, I had one vote for Blakey. Had an absolutely spectacular game. And this is a, the contribution that we, we're talking about, Benny, is how Blakey played. It, his first half especially was... And his pressure was awesome. And he's, he's, he's tall, he's quick, he's agile. My God, he's going to be a player. And goodbye... Mate, some of his kicks were amazing. Just his vision to look yep. inside. I think he's the one who actually brought it inside to Dawson when he kicked that goal from yeah. 50. Just the, the vision to pick up um, that player inboard. Not many people can make that kick, but Blakey makes it. And, yeah, he's fantastic. Very deserving mm-hmm. to feature in his uh, first True Bloods Player of the Year vote. With uh, two votes, you've got uh, Jordan Dawson, mate. Nice. So, Mads? Tommy? Oh, sorry, just had it. Uh, yeah, look, Jordan Dawson, everyone knows that... Uh, every, well, I mean, we've just spoken for a couple of minutes about, about what we like about him and how about how good his game was. Um, really, really excited to see where, where his future goes at the Swannies. He, he was just awesome. And if he, if he continues to, to play that roaming utility role, mate, look out. Now, look, Benny, I'll tell you what, we were just bang on last week with our predictions... Rob asks us who, who they need to be looking out for. Jordan Dorsey goes, bang. Yeah, that's who you need to look out for. Yeah. Man. And, and, and look, you, but he, he heard him. That's it. They didn't. And, and that's Wusher what, didn't tune in. Yes. And he heard him. Yeah. Well, Wusher, you know, this is a good podcast, mate. Get on. Get on. Three votes to uh, to Jack Great. Great performance. Like I said, mate. The 28, 14 contested. Had a couple of things at goal. Um, I think one was pretty rushed out of a, uh, out of a contest, and I wasn't yeah. sure about the first one. However... Um, you know, just putting the pressure on and doing what he does. Yeah, and fourteen, mate. They're, That's it. They're, they're vintage, vintage JPK. Vintage JPK, and with, with four votes, his game sensational. Allowed the flow of the team to get going. George, Hewitt, Tommy's man, Tommy's man, George. George, yes, Georgie boy is back in a big way. Nine true blood players. Nine blood. 
Bloods. True Sorry. Bloods, Player wow. of, of the Week. There it is, Benny. <laughs> Nine in two weeks. That's fantastic to see from George. And as we said last week, he's just that sort of middle tier. He's not a superstar, but that middle tier player, we need them up and about um, to sort of be really competitive this Mate, year. He's the workhorse. That's he it. is the workhorse. Five votes to none other than Lukey Parker. Lukey Parker. 33 touches, leading from the front, leading by example. Just he a, was just spectacular. Fantastic game by Parks. He's the first one to cop it, and he, we're the first one to praise him as well because he was fantastic. The determination he showed, just the endeavour, in and under, tough, bloods, footy, up and about, Lukey Parker, five votes, you ripper. Mate, I absolutely loved him. Honourable mentions for mine to... Tommy McCartan. Thought Sinclair was good. Obviously wasn't up against much, but still played played pretty well considering uh, I re- we keep talking about how he needs a spell. Um, Dane Ramby, Will Hayward, Tommy Papley. We haven't even touched on Paps. Like, I mean, Paps was Paps, was Paps really, wasn't he? Yeah, no, very good. And I reckon honourable mention to Zach Clark as well. He was really yeah, good for us. <laughs> to the leaderboard there. JBK. Takes over from Jake Lloyd. JPK, 15 votes in the lead. 14 for Lloyd, 13 for Parker, 10 for Jones and Heaney. Nine each for George and Dawson. We've got seven for Sinclair and Alir. Six for Franklin and Papley. Five for Florence. And, uh, five for Florence, one for Macca and Blakey. Nice. That is the leaderboard for the True Bloods Player of the Year. Debs, time for a breather. G'day guys, it's Rob and Adrian from Podular Media. I run The Sash, a filthy Essendon podcast. Ugh, and I run The Debrief, a snobby Melbourne podcast. But don't hold that against us. We help create True Bloods. Even though I still have nightmares about Gary Rowan. And even though we haven't beaten the Swannies in almost a decade. But these blokes are the real deal of South Melbourne heritage. And we got it off the ground because we love good footy content. So if you're a fan of the Swannies and True Bloods, or you just love podcasts and you want to learn more, more about how Podular Media can help create a podcast for you or your business, call 0488-055-14 or email adrian at podularmedia.com. Imagine if Troy Luff had his own podcast. No, 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 mate. Imagine if LRT had a podcast. <laughs> well, <laughs> anyway, let's get back to True Bloods. Welcome back to True Bloods, Deeps. A little bit of social engagement, as usual, from uh, from the faithful. Mate, we love getting around the social interaction. It's great. You know, get on all platforms. When we put the posts out, get around it, get involved in your every chance of a shout-out, whether that's on uh, Facebook or Instagram. Quite the rush, I've been told, getting around out on True Bloods. It is. I wouldn't would know. I'm yes. Just the one doing no, well, you know, back in the day when I wasn't a, a panellist, you know, it was always good to hear the name coming out, you know. The, the boys are listening to you. So, um, it, it's good. But, uh we, uh, we had some good interaction this week. I'm going to go with a couple of uh, blokes who I actually know, good Swanee supporters and know what they're talking about. So the first one is Matty Watson. He's gone Dawson 100%. Looks like a true star in the making. Helps that he, is very sil- he has very silky foot skills, something we have lacked in, in the midfield uh, in recent years, which we can't argue with. Yeah, no, nothing nothing to say against that, Watto. Love it, mate. That's Absolutely it. love it. Uh, I was loving input from Jaden Vutakuri. Tommy Mack has sticky hands and strong presence up forward. Much better than his brother. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Oh. 
Bang. Whack, Paddy. The younger brother. Down for the count. First the worst, second the best. That's Mate, what they always say. 100%. I'm a second sibling, so it's definitely true. Yeah. No <laughs> doubt about that. So, and we've got uh, Jimmy Wheeler up in Marimbula in New South Wales. So, he's a Swannies man. So, he's gone with Haywood has real X factor, gets forward, kicks straight and courageous. And he's only going to get better the more he plays. Love that from uh, Jimmy the two-wheeler wheeler. That's it. Good on you, Jimmy, and hope the uh, the oyster farming's going well up there, mate. Mate, Dale Ashby has come to the party this week. He, this is an absolute ripper. I I love this. Hit Here it we with go. me, Benny. I have to say Dawson and Tommy Mack, as the other three were taken in the first round, and historically we stuffed them up, whereas Kinnear doesn't miss from pick 25 onwards, almost guaranteed that Dawson and T-Mac will have better careers. It's the Bloods culture. (laughs) That is a true blood comment if I've ever heard it. A hundred percent. Dale Ashby, take a bow, son. That is absolutely spectacular. Fantastic, mate. And look, at yeah, Kinnear knows how to pick him from 25 onwards, but he he's missed a couple with it with the early ones. But look, there's some potential in those uh, high draft picks as well. They, oh, they you can't. High. I mean, they're high draft picks for for a reason. But um, I just love where his head's at. I think that's fantastic. Yeah, no Mads means no Mads or whack of the week though. No, no, yeah, no. Oh, I just don't feel like either of us would do it justice. No, no, we can't fire up like Mads does. But. Uh, Look, he, he'll be Light back rocket. next week. Yes, Rocket. I can't, I can't think, mate. I can't think in here. And then, look, it's good not to have Mads in here, actually, because during his rant, my, my brain gets a bit scrambled and I can't think. <laughs> mate, into uh, another one of our favourite eggs. Yes. Now our new favourites. Who wears, who wore true bloods? Classy stuff there. Mate, love it. Now... The good news for you, Debs, is that there's no one else to take the points off you this week. It's no, comp- no so competition. So I just need you to zone in, okay? Take your time, because if you don't get it, I'm adjusting your tally to minus one. Yeah, look, it's very likely to probably go minus one. But, you know, <laughs> this, this, is a, this is a game for fun, Benny. And I'm, it is. It's, so a game, it's a game, Debs, to be playing when you're out in the backyard having a beer with a couple of mates. That sounds like something guest panellist Tommy Flanagan would do. It does, doesn't it? Tommy? No, Tommy again this week. We'll, we'll catch you next week. All right, mate. Are you ready? I am. I'm, I'm, I'm zoned in. Who wears who wears number 42? Oh, he played on the weekend. Malikin? No. He's 43, isn't he? Ah, shh. 42. He's another young player. Young player. Yeah. Um, he's in and out of the side at the moment. Um, has got a bit of a leap on him. He doesn't mind getting up there, up there, Kazali. 42. Shit. Oh, no. <laughs> 42. Been in and out. And played on the weekend over the over the last two seasons. Yeah, he's been in and yeah. out. Nah, chock them with numbers. It's hard to see. Hard to see. Hope you're playing along at home, True mm, Bloods. Absolutely. Just, just uh, thinking, if you need a hint, yeah. His last name is also the name of a serial pest in Melbourne's outer suburbs. Serial pest. <laughs> nah. They love hen houses. 
Oh, rats? No. No, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I can't think. Do you want me to let you off? Yeah, what is it? Robbie Fox. Oh, shit. <laughs> Robbie Fox. No, I was never getting that. I was never getting that. Dave's Who Wears Who, who wore, wore 42. number 42. Oh, fuck. A 2005 premiership hero. 42. This is almost a... Well, it's not obscure. Paul Bevan? That's it. Yes! Got him. Come on! <laughs> That's break even. That is, that is coming back from the... Everything of defeat, and I've just managed to pull it off. What a ripper. You've come back from the brink. Yeah. Come back from the dead. Yeah. Stoke with that. Come Mate. on. <laughs> <laughs> Giving yourself the cobra. Yeah. It's bloody... Celebrate the wings, Oh, mate. mate. I'm loving that. Um, I'll let you break even there. Yeah. I would have given you the I would have given you the W too if you had to just pulled out Robbie Fox. Yeah. Even with the yeah, clues. That was hard. No, it was tough. Yeah, it was tough. Just forty two didn't ring any bells, but yeah. yeah. He's up high. Good on you, Foxy. Keep it up, son. Well mate, we might take a uh take another spell there and we'll dive straight into um dive straight into the Kangas. Third seg coming up. See you shortly. You're listening to True Blood, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. Welcome back to True Bloods, diving straight into this weekend's upcoming game against the Kangas down at Blundstone Arena. Bell Reeve down in Tassie. Saturday night game. Interesting, Benny. Yeah, I, I, I personally haven't watched a uh, haven't watched a, a night game at, at Blundstone. No, no, neither have I been. But you know, it's a, a great looking oval down there. You know, very picturesque. Very picturesque, isn't it? I always love the summer, the summer test in uh, in Tassie. Yeah, and it's got a nice flat deck. The grass should be green and luscious down there. I think I'm painting a great picture here for the listeners at home. So, yes, looking forward to getting down there and uh, going for two in a row, Ben. Cleaning up this woeful football side. Now, Debs, I actually started a rant very similar to this last year and I caught a 15-goal win and we lost. Yeah. But... We ended up getting the chocolates when Mad Jack and Aaliyah went head-to-head later in the season. Yep. But I would just love to see us demolish this football club because they suck. Yeah. They they... just suck, Deves. They're so shit. They're garbage. And I, I just cannot stand them. Yeah. Arden Street's bloody falling apart. Get rid of them. Yeah, I know what you're saying, Ben. Look what, what look what we got from them. Look what we got from them. Zach Clark. Yeah, forty two in the in the in the navel on the weekend, and of the you know and nothing, I, mate. Think talking to that bloke and just talking on North Melbourne. <clears throat> Apparently, he's from three quarter time onwards was very good with the ball. Yeah, great, fantastic. How about like the rest of the side? You just try and put in a four quarter performance. Yeah. Um, you definitely yeah. Yeah, He's one of Unless those Unless you're going to yeah. tell me He picked up 20 in the last quarter At you know 80% efficiency Yeah I'm not impressed Yeah I think it was, say, it was Something like yeah His last 25 possessions He went by sort of 70% Which is Mate Tom Mitchell Tom Mitchell picked up What was it 64 64 64 270 kicked, dream team points Mate He kicked like He kicked 
three goals, I think. He had like a berserk amount of tackles. Yeah. That's how you dominate the knee yeah. Don't come back at me fucking... Oh, pardon my French. Sorry. True Bloods. Don't come back to me going, oh, I got 42. And I was actually I was actually pretty good at three after three quarters yeah. of time. Like, tell your story, walking son. That's it. Back to the... Go get yourself a shower and come back next week. Yeah. No, yeah, you're not wrong, Ben. Yeah, I'm not his... Definitely not his biggest fan, but we move on to North Melbourne this week. Come there, coming off a loss to the um, to the Catters at Eddie had there. I watched a bit of that game. Um, that Geelong's good players just on, got on top of them la- uh, late. Gazar was good, uh, and the Tim Kelly isn't he having some sort of year? But yeah, they he, they just couldn't contain the class of the Cats. But they they were very good for best part of three three and a bit quarters. So they're definitely going to be no pushover, Benny. That's for sure. No, they won't be. Um, I mean, look, they they took losses against the Dons, against the Power, but somehow got the got the W against the Crows a little earlier in the season as well, um, and got a W against uh, against Carlton. Who, to be honest, I, I was actually a bit surprised with how that match played out because Carlton are a much better outfit than the North, in my opinion. They actually they almost got it done by ten goals. Um, the thing with the with the Brews, I. They're almost a bit of a bogey side, you know. It's kind of like we go, you know. I was obviously a victim mm. of it last year. I went into the game going, "We should, like, realistically, we should win this by ten goals because they just suck." And then they just kind of pull together a, a scrubby performance, and they pull one out of the hat. Yeah. Show what they're—they actually show some ticker for once. No, you bang on with they bogey. show some shin boning or whatever the bloody hell that is. <laughs> Yeah, there's some shinbone spirit, that's for sure. But you're right, Benny. They are our bogey side, mate. Like, they got us in a final a few years ago when they were just sort of yep. ticking along making finals. Knocked us over. And then they've been us up at the SCG a few times and were lucky enough to get them at Etihad when, as you said, Aaliyah and Majak went head-to-head. So we've definitely got to be playing some pretty good footy to get the job done. And as the competition shown this year, you're off by that 5-10%. You get mauled you know, by teams and you're not yeah. even going to be in the game. So yeah. we need a backup and a really good, contested, hard brand of Bloods footy again this week. And if we can get over the line by three or four goals, but, you know, be up all game and not having like have Not have the dip. Yeah. Not have that loss of concentration. Not have that loss of momentum. Yeah. Not lose the quarter. Yeah. If we can just stay there Look and at, be competitive. And then in games of footy, Benny, as you know, there's always those turns of momentum, but it's being able to stop it at when it when you can just feel it starting. Like one or two goals and then, you know, head down, bum up, work hard. That's what we need to do. And that's what the generals will do in the middle, as we see every yep. week. Yep. Rampy's got a big job this week. Big, big job, mate. Big job. Benny Brown. Mate, he's gone. Can kick a footy straight, so you can't be it's giving actually him... actually one of the only blokes that I've got respect for in that side. Yeah, he can really kick a, a good set Eddie shot, so we... And he's very dangerous on that lead, so hopefully our setup's good coming back into that back six, which sort of... It's been debatable this year whether it has been. So, look, we've, we've got to have our setup and our structures really on point this week to stop the influence of uh, Benny Brown. Because yeah. he's, got, he's got a bit of height on ramps, so he's gonna he's got his work cut out for him. 100%. It's interesting you touch on the midfield because we, we are really quite combative with them in the mids. Like, you think about 
their blokes that have run through there. Guy, the likes of someone like Ben Cunnington, you know, really hard nosed, in and under, contested footy kind of player, and that's that's also what we've prided ourselves on for so many years. So I'm interested to see the um, the midfield battle, but I completely agree. And, and guess what, Benny? Talk to me. I've got another job. You've got another job. Another job for George. Another job for George. It's Here a no-brainer. He goes to Sean Higgins Sean Higgins. And he got Shiggins. off, he got Shiggy, off the chain last game against us. He, he would add 35 and kicked a couple. He mm. had a ripper. Mate, he's a gun. He's a he's, gun. He's silk. George, Straight Higgins. No issues there. Yeah, I'm happy for him to follow like, to follow him all over the yeah. ground. Whether he floats forward, whether he's on ball, no matter what he's doing, yeah. just wear him like a glove. Like that is just an absolute no brainer. I think it's it's come with our last two weeks, um, really giving George that that role. We were we were okay against Brisbane. Really lost the inside fifty count up there, and along with a few other things as well, but. That role when he can just get on top, and as we said before, he's had nine True Bloods Player of the Year votes in the past two weeks. Two weeks. It's almost a record. That's nearly a record, mate. And look, his points per game average must be further off. And that's <laughs> that's George just coming into form. So yeah. keep it going this week. Goes to Higgins, gets the job done. Bang, bang, butter bing, butter boom. Butter bing, butter boom. That's going to get a regular mention. Like I'm that. loving that, Dave. Loving that. It's a really important fixture for us, mate, because. We've just managed to break our little hoodoo that we've been in. That we've been in. Uh, we've put in a really solid performance against the Dons. We've managed to hold on, get the job done. There's a great opportunity to do that again this week against uh, against North, but it gets a lot hard, harder after that, mate. We're hosting. Um, we're hosting the Pies um, at the SCG. Then we're coming down to GMHBA Stadium, which is. Traditionally, a bit of a, a home game for us in, over time. But to the rest of the competition, the Cats at GMHBA is one of the toughest trips in footy. Um, and then we've got, then we host the Eagles and the Hawks at the SCG um, in the following rounds after that. So we've basically got our intense rivalry uh, against the Hawks. And we've got to go up against last year's premiers, um, top of the table this year, and contenders in Collingwood. We. Not even so much from a win-loss ratio perspective. We need to pick up as much steam as we can. Yeah, going into going into the pies, mate. They, the they are words of wisdom. Those ones. We need to really get a wriggle on. Yeah, no, it's true, mate. And if the or it's going to be a long couple of weeks in the in yeah, the popular media studios. That's it. That. We need to get the, the tails up of our young brigade, which was they were up last week. And if they can just keep that going through this tough period, if we can snag a game or two there, then that's just what the future's looking like at, um, with, with our young, young bloods in there. So you, you bang on, Benny, and it's a really good point to make. Uh, tip? Well, realistically, how much? Yeah, look, if the Swannies can get three or four goals for mine, that's what I'd like to see, just to... A nice, well-constructed victory. And as we've talked about the momentum, not having to come back from four or five goals down to to get the win, that'd be nice. Just to hit the front early, hold on and play four quarters of football, Ben. Mate, you've hit the nail on the head. My number is four. Yep. I want four goals. I want four quarters of footy. And I want four points this weekend. All right? The number is four. That's it. And the fact of the matter is... We need to go out there and just 
get it done. There's no like, ifs or buts. We need to go down there, play blood's footy, and get the job done. That's it. Two weeks in a row, back it up, true blood's footy, and just we want to see uh, uh, away from home, down at Bloodstone, bang four four points, and the number four is what we want this week. It's what we ben. need, mate. It's what we need. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go around the grounds with you here, mate. Yep. Friday night, we have got the Eagles versus the D's over at Optus Stadium. Oh, good game. Great good game. game. Eight, eight, ten start. Actually, it's late. Yeah, Eastern. Yeah. yeah. They're over in the, yeah, of course, obviously in the West. Bit, but, you know, bit of a time thing there. But, yeah, look, at West Coast at home, they're a 10-goal better side back there. 100%. Yep. And then it's the uh, the Pies up against the Saints at the MCG on Saturday. Pies, Saints are done. Yeah, Been Saints are for a few yeah, weeks. all over Red Rover for the Saints. Yeah. Um, the Lions hosting the Crows at the Gabatoire. Crowies flying under the radar. Slow, yeah, a little bit. Sitting in third position. They're travelling along all right. I think uh, my man Paulie Season is going to be back this week, so that'll be good to see him your back mate, out there. Your brother on the beers. That's it. So, uh, yep, I'll go Crowies. Righty-ho. I'll, yeah, look, I'll, I'll back the Crows in as well, but... Um, I, I really like the I really like the lines at uh, yeah, at the Gabba. I really like them. No, won't yeah. be won't be an easy won't no, be an easy, no easy beat. In fact, I am I'm going to go the lines. I'm going nice. to go. Yeah, I'm I'm going to back them. Yeah. Uh, we've got the Cats up against the Doggies at GMHBA. Catters. Yeah, Catters. Forget it, Doggies, mate. Book your return trip while you're there. Um, we have got the Dons up against the Dockers at Marvel. Freo. Yeah, Freo Heatho. Um, yeah, Zach Clark will be playing again this week, so it's guaranteed. Yeah, it's a guaranteed walkover for the for the Purple Haze. Um, then it's us rounding out the Saturday. Port Adelaide versus the Gold Coast Suns. Port. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll back Port as well. Yeah, although the sun, the improvement in the Suns is notable. Yeah, hundred percent. I I still think Port are a four four goal better side. Yeah. Um, the Tiggers up against the Hawks at the MCG Twilight on Sunday. Well, actually, sorry, it's more it's more mid afternoon. Hawks, bit of an upset. I hope so. Yeah, I'm. I hope so. I'm getting sick of Richmond supporters. Yeah, I've been sick of them for two years. That's it. But the Richmond's going bloody well for the, the considering the outs. Oh, mate. Considering the outs, they're doing an You'd incredible be ropeable, job. But um, yeah, we'll go the Hawks in an upset. And then it is the GWS Giants up against the mock GWS Giants, the Colton Blues. <laughs> yes, yes, but where and are that's we? At, uh, that's a Giants arena. The, the Giants will be looking to bounce back. They were shocking on the weekend, Benny. They, really bad. They were needful. They were literally like they were. Mate. They were literally like a needful side. They were and so yeah, but, but they I, think, I think they can turn it around. Yeah, I don't think it will be a, a slapping, but I do think that they'll get it done pretty comfortably. Maybe yeah. f- five to seven goals. Very nice. Uh, now, Deeps, before we uh, before we wrap up, mate. After going mono e mono again, yes, it's, it's gone well tonight, Ben. Very mate, happy with goes it. Goes well every week. I mean, Mads and Tommy, mate, we don't need them. It's your name. Yeah. No, nah, we do. Nah, we, we need the boys. But we do love going mono e mono. And speaking of going mono e mono, mate. Yes. We have a special guest in the Podular Media Studios next week. Special guest. Talk to me. 2012 Premiership Hero. The one, the only, 
Teddy Richards. Yes, Teddy. Big favourite of mine, Teddy. Can't wait to um, have him in the in the studio next week. He's, he's an interesting man too. He's got his own podcast out there. Got his own pod. The Richards Report. Tune in during the week. True Bloods. Yeah, that, that, that'll be great. He's an interesting cat. He's really got his uh, head switched on. And uh, there's uh, going to be a lot more to talk about sort of behind the scenes, I think, with Teddy. That's where I yeah. think it'll um, yeah, for sure. it'll go. And, he, yeah, he's an interesting guy. So we'll I reckon he'd be a bit of a lever puller at Sydney these days. Yeah. Just someone who can he can send off a quick text and he can just pull a lever or two when he needs. Absolutely. I mean, but, mate, all, all the, honestly, I can't wait to talk to him about, you know, about 2012 and, and going up against – you know, against Buddy in his in his prime. You know, it it honestly, it's going to be it's going to be spectacular. I've already got, <laughs> honestly, I mean, you can see it. I've literally already got about ten, fifteen questions to ask him. Yeah, look, and it's going to be interesting to say talk about his career, how he progressed from yeah, sort from of an unwanted player at Eston into a yeah, into, into a, a premiership, premiership star at Sydney, full back, all Australian fullback. Yeah, that's amazing. So Mate. yeah, pump pump to get Teddy on the pod here. So get uh, look forward to that. True Bloods. Mate, I reckon we might wrap there for the night. I'm yeah. getting hungry. Yeah, I can, I can smell that steak from uh, PAs there, mate. From PAs. Righto, this has been True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. Make sure you check us out on all the social channels, Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, Wooshka, Spotify as well. Mad's not here to help me out with that one. Thanks, as always, to Dave Baxter for being here tonight. Thanks, Benny. Fantastic job again in the driver's seat there, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure, and you're definitely you're you've got this chook, mate. Mate, I've, I'm I'm cooking this chook. There's <laughs> no doubt about it. <laughs> That's it. Righto, mate. Speaking words of wisdom. Up, up the, the swatties. This has been a Podular Media production.